everybody. Welcome to Oshoot. Today's a good day. I mean, I have no idea why, but I'm just feeling it today. Um, I'm very excited that you are here listening to today's episode. If you're listening to this episode, um, we got some talking to do because we are talking about dealing with problematic clients. And if you are a photographer, honestly, or if you're not a photographer, because this honestly just has to deal with like all people who work with people in general. Um, this episode is going to help you deal with those problematic people in your life that are making your business just a little bit harder, but they are helping you grow to be a better business owner. Yay. So problematic clients, it's going to be a good one. Um, I recently started watching new girl. Um, and I am not going to lie to you guys. This is my second time watching it. And I am aware that rewatching shows is a sign of anxiety, but I am choosing to ignore that fact. So second time I'm watching new girl. Um, I don't really remember it being this good. Like it's actually so good. Um, I guess I do remember it being good, but like I watched it in like 2016 or something. So I'm very excited to rewatch it because guys, it's so good. There's so many good parts. I feel like I miss the first time that I watched it. Um, and I feel like when I was watching it before, I don't know, I just kind of like zoned out or kind of just played it in the background. So I'm, I'm like actually watching it, like intently watching it. So good. Um, I did forget how funny it was. And I recently finished um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I was watching while I was editing. I don't know if like any people listening even know anything about these shows. Um, I might just be talking to myself, but, um, I, I finished Brooklyn nine, nine. And, um, if you have seen both shows, um, Jake Peralta from Brooklyn nine, nine is giving me very similar vibes to Schmidt in new girl. I just feel like they're very similar in like personality and like <laughs> obnoxiousness kind of, um, they're very funny characters. Like they are what makes the show. Um, so just a fun comparison. Um, anyway, so that is enough about <laughs> my Netflix addiction. Um, let's get into some of these tips and um, let's just talk about problematic clients for a minute. Um, okay, so I have lots of things to help you guys with problematic clients, but first um, I wanted to talk a little bit about what I've seen within the photography industry and like what what are like just some common problems that happen in the photography industry? So the first thing that I see quite frequently is um, people not paying or not getting their money after they deliver photos. Um, so that's one type of problematic client, people who don't pay. Um, let's see, there's the people who nickel and dime you. So there's the people who are trying to get a better price out of you, like a lower price, not better, lower price out of you. Um, the people who just aren't willing to pay for what you're worth, those I would consider as problematic clients. Um, so, um, yeah, honestly, there are like lots of red flags that you can look for. Um, so people who micromanage, um, before you even like book them. So if they're micromanaging things in the process of like, chatting about what it would possibly be like to work together. Um, that's kind of a red flag. Um, it's, I mean, it is a red flag, but sometimes those people have good intentions. Um, it's hard to tell. So if someone asks for a discount as well, that's 
sometimes a red flag too. Um, I've had like friends ask me for a discount and I don't really view that as a red flag, but if it's someone that I'm not really close to, yes, big red flag. Um, anyone who sends you like an overly detailed shot list, or this is kind of in the same realm of micromanaging. Those are the type of people that I'm like, uh, I don't know if I can work with you. Like I, personally like my style of photography is very go with the flow I'm very uh like documentary um I focus a lot on just capturing things as they unfold and having a shot list is not always my vibe so that's something else that is a red flag um if someone doesn't sign a contract or refuses to sign a contract big red flag that's a problem um not being willing to do things basically in the way that you run your business so this applies to all of the things I already listed, but anyone who's not willing to do things in the way that you're telling them like, Hey, this is how I run my business. And if they're like not willing to do that, mm, no red flag, not happening. So, um, yeah, those are a few things. I'm sure there's like a million other things I have noticed. Okay. This is another one. Um, that sometimes like family members of the clients, are the red flags. So if you're getting like reached out to by a mother or a father, or I don't even know, like whoever that might be like the problem that you're facing. It might not actually be like the clients themselves. It might be their families, which is hard because it's not like directly the client's fault, but at the same time they're related to them and you know, it is what it is. So Um, We're going to talk about a few things that can help you deal with problematic clients. First thing, if you can avoid booking with people who seem like they're going to be problematic. So all of those red flags that I just listed, those are things to look for. And um, I know it can be hard if you're not getting a ton of business or maybe you just like you really just want to book. I, sometimes it's not always worth dealing with the problem. Um, like even if you need to build your portfolio, it's not always going to be worth like dealing with like months and months of hearing from this person and dealing with them. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a tricky, that is a tricky boat to be in, but personally I wouldn't book with someone if they're seeming like they're going to be problematic, even if you do need to build your portfolio, because those aren't going to be the type of people that you want to work with. And they're actually probably going to make your photography experience and your photography journey just even harder. So, um, that's just something to think about. If you see the red flags, avoid booking with them. And obviously, um, be kind if they want to book with you and you're choosing not to work with them, like be kind to them in that way. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that is going to help you deal with problematic clients. Um, Next thing, always reply calmly and professionally. I am a victim of, or not a victim, a culprit of this. Um, I will like get a text or an email and maybe it's not like worded very nicely or uh, I don't know. It's just not what I was expecting. I let my anger or whatever it is that I'm feeling inside of me, I let that kind of take over and I just very quickly sent back like a snarky response. Um, sometimes, um, I, I've never done this to clients, but, um, it can be hard like to just in the moment you just want to respond in this like 
mean way. Um, but I'm telling you from personal experience, the calm and professional responses are gonna, they're gonna help you. And it's, it's gonna just prove that you are the bigger person in the situation. You are the business owner and you are able to maintain professionalism even in just a not ideal situation. It's going to be very tempting to blow up on them, but the calm and professional and well-worded responses are what you want. Um, that for me means taking at least a couple of minutes to like sit and just not respond right away. Like I need a minute to think about how I want to respond and think about the best way to respond. So that's going to be the first thing that, or I guess it's the second thing, my second way to deal with problematic clients. Um, next, I do think it's important to respond and reply to them promptly. Although I did just say like, take a minute and think about your response and don't reply in the heat of the moment. I totally agree with that. Like literally I just said it, but I do think that a prompt response is helpful and it's just going to help with your communication with this person. You really just want open and like, you just want to communicate with this person at the end of the day. Like the communication is what's going to help you understand where they're coming from. So having a fast reply, I mean, it's, it's going to be a good thing in this situation. It's one less thing that they can hold against you too. Like let's say they don't like their edits or they don't like their photos. Um, they can't also come back and be like, Oh, and you didn't respond to me quickly and you took forever to respond. So just one less thing that they can hold against you. Like I said, do think through what you want to say and like, you know, don't just shoot back a rage filled email to these people, um, to your problematic clients. But you know, do, do take your time and be prompt. <laughs> I feel like I'm contradicting myself. Be prompt, but like take your time. Okay. <laughs> so like an hour, basically like take an hour. Um, obviously if you have like office hours and someone replies to you within or outside of office hours, obviously you can respond the next day, but a prompt response is going to be helpful to you. Um, next you should listen to what they have to say. Um, I have never like, I've never been the problematic client, at least as far as I know, I've never been the person that causes problems. Um, but I do like sympathize with people who like are actually coming to me with something that they're concerned about, or like, let's say they don't like their photos. Um, it's important to listen to what they have to say, to try to understand where they're coming from. Um, although it's going to be hard sometimes to admit it, you could be in the wrong in some way. Um, I don't know, like, obviously I'm not speaking of any exact situation, but sometimes you do have to accept that you are in the wrong. So let's say you showed up 15 minutes late to a session. You are in the wrong in that situation because you were late to something that you had scheduled. Or let's say that um, someone picks out like pink suits for their bridal party, like for the, the groomsmen. And let's say that your edit makes them look orange instead. Um, in that case, like that is something that I would say you would be in the wrong for because you're like extremely altering the color of something that they picked out. Um, so 
it's hard, but sometimes you might have to admit that there was something that you did wrong. You also have to ask yourself, is what they're saying truthful in any way? Um, so find the truth in what they're saying. Like, um, if they're voicing to you that they don't like the poses that you did, um, maybe just look back and just see like, okay, are these poses consistent with what I have on my website? Are these poses, um, things that I normally would post people in? Like, is this how I would normally do my work? Like, um, just make sure that what they're saying is truthful. Um, listen, try to understand it. And, um, yeah, having just an open ear to them is honestly one of the best things that you can do. Cause you don't want to seem like the type of person who just snaps back and says like, no, I don't care. We have to say like, I delivered your photos by like, you should definitely listen to their concerns because at the end of the day, those concerns might help you become a better business owner and help you in photography too. Um, if they don't like your edits, maybe that's something that you can look into and just ask yourself why, maybe like, why don't they like my edits? Um, or if there's another reason that they have a problem with you, all of that can help you grow to be a better business owner. Um, all situations like these where you have problems with clients, they're going to help you in the long run. So just remember everything is a learning experience. Okay. Something else that you should do when you're dealing with problematic clients. Um, and this is kind of like a last resort type of thing, but sometimes you have to cut your losses. Um, sometimes you're better off just refunding them and moving on with your life so that you don't have to keep dealing with them. Um, I've had problematic people where they persistently come back to me and just like make my life miserable. And there's, there just comes a point where it's like, okay, it is worth the money that they paid me to just like literally give it back to them. So I don't have to deal with this anymore. Um, that's just kind of my opinion. Um, there are obviously contracts and stuff in place for a reason. So, um, sometimes it's a little bit more complicated than that, but, um, at the end of the day, honestly, sometimes you just have to give it up and move on because it's literally not worth your time and attention anymore. Think about all the time that you could put into giving another client a better experience. So working on your other clients rather than focusing so much on this one client who's, who's giving you problems. Um, that's just kind of how I view it or like how much more time could you be working on other things that you have to work on rather than literally worrying about this problematic client in this problem that's happening. If I have like problems within my clients, sometimes I find that I'm like, I'm thinking about it constantly. Like it's not only taking a toll on my business, but like mentally it's taking a toll on me. Like it's taking a toll on like if I'm just sitting and, you know, just relaxing or just doing things that are personal, like living my personal life and like I'm thinking like about this thing that is just like stressing me out, like that stress, it's like constant. And like, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm cooking, if I'm out walking my dog, like you're like in the back of your mind, it's always lurking. And it that's just, that sucks. You know, like it's just, I don't know. I just feel like the stress and the anxiety, I guess it would be like an anxiety thing that it's like lurking in the background and you always notice it and you're always thinking about it. Um, at that point, like it's not worth any more of your mental energy. Like just let it go and cut your losses. It is important to refer back to your contract. Um, if 
your contract covers the specific issue that you're dealing with with this client, refer back to it and honestly stick to your guns. Um, your contract is there for a reason. And if they're not going to follow literally the contract that they signed, they can like legally deal with that. But you did your part. Um, like you completed everything in the contract. The contract is valid. So it's covered in the contract. Like that's why, why you have a contract. The contract is literally meant to protect you. And that's why it's a really, really, really important to have a good contract just to make sure that like when things happen and when problems arise, these problems are already dr- addressed in your contract. And it's just, you're prepared. You know, that contract is like the prep work that you can do to avoid a lot of these problems that people face. Um, so like I was saying, if someone doesn't pay you within your contract, it should say like, you have to pay me by this date. Um, if you don't pay me by this date, you'll have a late fee. If you don't pay the late fee, what happens then is your session canceled? Can you reschedule it? Um, even things with like COVID, like, should you have like a COVID rescheduling clause? Should should you talk about what should happen if, um, the wedding or session needs to be scheduled, rescheduled because of COVID. Like those are all things that um, you should address in your contract. And it's going to help with these problems that are going to arise um, within your, your clients and within your business. So contracts, contracts, contracts. I feel like this episode should be called how to deal with problematic clients in your contract. Um, it just, c- contracts are bomb. I love contracts so much. So have a good contract. All right. I'm going to move on from that. So something that I, this is just like a thought of mine, but it really is about customer service and client experience. Um, so even if your clients are giving you a hard time or they're, you know, being problematic, whatever, customer service is so important. Like how you deal with that problem leaves a lasting impression on this person and it's gonna leave an impression on all of the people that this person knows too because if like something crazy happens and like let's say you lose all the images or I don't like literally I don't know but let's say it's just like this crazy situation you better bet that these people are going and they're telling their friends they're telling their family members and if you're trying to grow a business locally, <laughs> my voice is cracked. If you are trying to locally grow a business, that is going to take a huge toll and it's going to impact your business because now you have negative word of mouth things circulating about you. And whether or not they're true, you know, is another, it's a whole nother discussion, but um, yeah, it's, it's just important to maintain good customer service and just to represent yourself well as you're dealing with problems. Um, yeah. You also have to ask yourself like, is this problem worth a bad review? Um, obviously bad reviews aren't the end of the world. Like everybody gets them. Like I'm pretty sure like Disney world, the greatest place on earth has bad reviews. So like, I'm not saying that a bad review is going to ruin your business, but a bad review is a bad review. And if you can avoid it and just try to make amends with this person, um, yeah, it's, that's going to help you in the long run. You really have to think about like the lasting impression that this specific problem is going to have on your business. Um, 
yeah. So is it worth the bad review? Um, I've seen people get bad reviews and, you know, it sucks. Um, but sometimes there is truth in those reviews too. Um, so yeah, it's just like you want to avoid the bad review so that you can just, I don't know, move on with your business, not have like this, this negativity lurking over your business. Like it's just the worst. So ask yourself that as you're dealing with problematic clients. Okay. (laughs) So, um, you can also create email templates that are going to help you deal with these specific situations. If there's a specific problem that you find yourself dealing with a lot, um, first, maybe ask yourself like, Hmm, why am I dealing with this issue a lot? Second, are there email templates or are there things in your contract that you can add to help you not have this problem in the future? If it is strictly just like a contract thing, that's something that you can very easily fix in your contract and then create an email template. Um, you know, if you need to respond to someone that maybe is unhappy with their edits or, um, I don't know, someone that I, I honestly don't even know if you need an email template and you find yourself over and over writing the same thing to people about different problems, create an email template. It's going to help you with that. But also maybe you should address the issue that people keep bringing up. You know, it's kind of like an email template's like a band aid, but, um, addressing the issue is actually going to help you heal. So, all right. Um, you also can try to compromise with your problematic clients. Um, this is a hard one because I personally struggle with being prideful in my business and prideful in like a bad way that, um, it's hard for me to admit when I'm wrong. It's hard for me to compromise with people. Like truly it's hard for me to admit that I was in the wrong and that, you know, there's something that I need to do to fix it. It's that's hard for me. Um, so compromising is a hard thing for me, but it really is like one of the best solutions when you're dealing with problematic clients, come up with a compromise that's going to let everybody win. Um, so a compromise can look totally different in all sorts of scenarios. If you're dealing with, um, let's say something with a retainer and you're trying to figure out, do I keep the retainer? Does the retainer go to this person? Like maybe you just refund the retainer and, um, ask them if they could like leave your review for being accommodating to them or something like that. So then you both win. Um, you know, you get a good review from them and they get their money back. Um, that's just an example, but compromise I think is very underrated when it comes to problematic clients. Um, like I was saying earlier, customer service is really important. So kind of think of like if you went to target and like, I don't know, bought something and it broke right away. Like what kind of customer service do you want to experience from target? Like you want that thing replaced. You want a discount for the next time you go in. Like you just want to be taken care of. Um, and that's the same with photography. Your clients just want to be taken care of. They want their needs met. So use, use your customer service voice, you know, pop it in and, just make it happen, you know, make the compromise, make them happy and be the bigger person in the situation. Um, one last thing that I do think is important when you're dealing with these clients that are giving you problems, it's important to address the elephant in the room. So if they don't like their edits, address that, like don't beat around the bush. Don't, you know, like literally address it right away. Like whatever they feel like 
is the problem acknowledge that like in your response to them be like yes I acknowledge that that is truth to you um you know I acknowledge that your edits are too warm here's how I'll fix it um it's like I've been saying it's all about that customer service and I think that um just addressing the issue that's really going to help your clients feel seen you know like I feel seen when someone's like yeah I acknowledge what you're dealing with and that's that's a very real thing to be feeling. Um, and here's how we're going to deal with it. Um, just kind of take the reins in the situation. Um, don't let them walk all over you, but really rein it in, um, address, address the issue and make it right. I really hope that if you're listening to this, you don't think that (laughs) every single client in photography is going to give you problems. It's very rare. Like I rarely deal with people who are problematic and a lot of the ways that you can avoid problematic clients is just by having a good contract and making sure that you talk to people and like do your due diligence. I cannot say that word. Do your due diligence to make sure that they are like the type of people that you want to work with. They're not going to micromanage you. Um, and just make sure they understand like how your business is run. Um, how your workflow goes, how, you know, maybe you don't accept shot lists or maybe, you know, you don't give discounts. Just make sure you make it known how things work and then they can choose whether or not they want to work with you. And if they do want to work with you, that's them like accepting, you know, that you don't give a discount or that you don't need a shot list or whatever it is. All right. If you are someone that is dealing with problematic clients right now, I'm so sorry, but I hope that these tips can help you just go at it with positivity and just feel like you can, you know, deal with the issues that are being placed in front of you. Again, I'm really sorry if you are dealing with problematic clients. Doesn't happen all the time. And there are things that you can do to just make sure that in the future that doesn't happen to you. So thank you everybody for listening to today's episode. It was a little bit on the like negative side, but it is something that's important to address. Um, and I do hope that you feel equipped to deal with any problematic situations that might come your way. Um, so thanks for listening guys. Hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, keep my sanity The wisdom rushing in So